everybody, and welcome to Adjusted. I'm your host, Greg Hamlin, coming at you from Sweet Home, Alabama. And with me is my co-host for the day, Hope Rometta, who is our manager of catastrophic claims for our team. Hope, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit for anyone who doesn't know you? Yeah. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me, Greg. I am the catastrophic resolution manager here at Berkeley Industrial Comp. And I'm excited to to get to talk to Jamie today. And Hope is in Lexington, Kentucky, which is a place that's near and dear to my heart. Probably one of the most beautiful places you can go in the country. So if you haven't been, you need to roll through those green hills uh, where all those horse farms are. So glad to have you, Hope. We have a special guest with us today, Jamie Odom. And I'm actually really excited about doing this episode because Jamie is actually one of our injured workers who's gone through a difficult injury and come through on the other side. So we wanted to have him share his story with us today, because that is one of the things we've gotten feedback on in the past is, boy, I would really love to hear the story from the other perspective. So today we're going to have the opportunity to hear the other side of what it's like to go through a difficult injury and recover. So before we get too deep into that, though, I thought, Jamie, you could just tell us a little bit about yourself. Appreciate y'all having me. I'm Jamie Odom. I'm born and raised in Mississippi myself. Outside's my place to be. I like the outdoors. That's great. I uh, moved to Alabama about three and a half years ago, and the South has some really amazing things. I love the weather, the food, and the people. So all those things are great. I haven't spent a lot of time in Mississippi, though. How does it compare to Alabama? It's just about the same. Just about the same. (laughs) That's great. So if you could, Jamie, I thought we'd start by you just sharing a little bit about how I I know probably you can't remember all of it because of just everything that happened. But if you could tell us a little bit about your injury that you sustained at work back in December of 2020. Boy, that was like right in the middle of the pandemic, too. Yeah, it was right smack that in the middle. I actually have zero memory of it myself, but basic, just another day at work, really, from them telling me it's just another day at work. and. Things happen, I guess. I'm not real sure. I don't think they ever come with an actual conclusion as to what happened exactly, but good morning turned bad pretty quick from what I gathered of it. What exactly were you doing? Like, what type of work do you do? And what machine were you by when all this occurred? We were with an underground boring company doing gas lines, fiber lines, and we were adding another joint of drill pipe on the other side of the, of the river we were drilling under, and that's about the time everything happened somehow, some way. I don't think they ever come up with a full conclusion on what actually happened. It was so fast and so quick. So when it actually happened, did you lose consciousness at that time then? Yes, sir, I did. I guess you could say I got knocked out pretty quick and I stayed out for a while. I have zero memory of that day at all. So what was that like waking up in a hospital? Ah, well, I don't really have a whole lot of memory of the hospital myself either. I don't really have much memory until after I got home, everything big done happened and then went to the hospital and all that. So just to kind of fill in a little bit of this, that the theory is, is that potentially he was hit by a long pole and he had been hit on the left side of your head. Is that right? Left side of your head and suffered a pretty significant traumatic brain injury. Hence why Jamie was not super conscious of anything that was happening for several weeks post-injury and spent several weeks in the hospital 
for covering. Do you want to talk about any of that, about any of the medical treatment, just broad? Yeah. Like she said, I don't have much memory as far as up until right after I got home. I've got bits and pieces, but it's slim to none. I got home and they had me under home health for a while. I do remember all that. No problem. But as far as the accident or shortly after I woke up from the hospital, I don't have very much memory of that at all. So you had a hemorrhage of sorts and you ended up having to have a craniotomy. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. They actually removed part of the skull and put a plate in. Just pretty significant. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Yeah, they uh, left side of my head where I got hit. They removed the broken skull, I guess you could say. It was all broke up, put a nice little plate in there for me. (laughs) (laughs) A parting gift, yeah? Yeah. It was several injuries to go along with just that as far as the compression fracture in my neck and the few fractured or broken bones in my face area but it wasn't too bad talk to me about your recovery i've been doing this for 17 years and you stand out to me because of your mindset and your constant positive attitude and optimistic outlook so talk to me about that how do you feel like that's impacted your recovery oh it's pretty much it drew out a line for the recovery as far as getting better quick went uh the way i seen it everything i just said as far as the brain injury the pressure in my neck all the things i did have wrong with i didn't see it in a way of just like that i just looked at it like you know i had a little scratch on my head i knew that wasn't true information but i just didn't look at it the way everybody else seen it and every day on the recovery of course i was down and out for a while i didn't just wake up trying to be all poor pitiful me you know i try to set a goal for the day and therefore a while that was my goal just to get up and walk to the recliner from my bed if that's all i did that day that was my goal and i met it and therefore a while that's all i could do i don't know it's it's hard for me to give you a story about a positive mindset just because i've been that way my whole life and that's all i know how to do so that's what i did i didn't look at it like it was just oh you know well i got a plate in my head now and i could i could have all this against me and this is this is what i do got against me i i just Looked at it like another goal I'm about to meet, you know? So did you get frustrated during any of those times? Because I know, like, my wife had a baby recently and it was her, her sixth C-section. So, like, sometimes it's frustrating when you want to do things and you just can't do them. Did you face any of that through your recovery where you're like, man, like, I really want to be able to do these other things and I just can't yet? Yes, sir. I got frustrated a lot because, of course, I'm I'm just one always not ever ask for help or if I do, it's I need it bad. But it frustrated me a lot not being able to because there for a while in ICU for three weeks, right at three weeks, my body did get down and out. You know, I got weak. Not doing nothing, just laying in the bed, it's going to do that. And I couldn't really, physically, I couldn't do really much at all. And that bothered me. It frustrated me. But then I, I guess I come back down to earth a little bit and got the realization. And I'd set small goals, you know. Don't don't reach for the stars, just set a small goal. If I reached it, that's fine. If I didn't, as always tomorrow. Try try better that day. Love that. So you said you've always been like this. You've always had a positive mindset. Is there something that you can think back to that really kind of set that tone for you growing up and into adulthood? Oh, uh, I don't guess there's nothing really I can reference. So it's just the way I've always been. I always tried to see the glass half full instead of half empty, you know, just 
trying to think positive about things. I could be in the most negative situation ever, and I'm going to try to find, the best of my ability, something positive in that situation myself. You don't have a crystal ball, so I, I get this, but how do you think that your recovery would have been different had you been somebody that, you know, woke up after being unconscious for three weeks and finding out your situation and having what feels like everything against you? And then not choosing to have that positive mindset. How do you think that that would have impacted your recovery? I feel like it impacted me a good bit, just trying to be positive. And I, I, I ain't going to lie. I mean, I did get down and out just a couple times, but I'd always go back to the positive mindset because it worked for me, you know. Mm-hmm. But if I wasn't positive, I mean, I easily could have laid in the bed or just sat in the recliner and just not really done a whole lot of nothing to try to better myself and try to get better. It would have been a more long, drawn-out process as far as the recovery went. Mm-hmm. Physically, I know for sure. And the mindset, that, that the mindset is, to me, that's more powerful than a physical. Because, I mean, I did get down myself. And there was plenty of times I'd just be, you know, just sitting there in a slump. Like, you know, poor pitiful me. And the positive, it'll pick you back up. Because mentally, it could take you places you don't ever want to be. I'm quite sure. So did you have like family and friends to help support you through your recovery? Yes, sir. That's that's one of the big reasons I did get through it. Just the family and friends that did reach out. Lend me a hand here, there, just whatever I needed. That was one of the big things for me. And I wasn't I'm not one to ask for anything throughout any of it, but I guess they just knew I wasn't gonna ask, but they would they'd be there. If I did, even if I did ask, you know, they'd be there. Family, they stayed with me. Brought me food. You know, I like food. <laughs> I'm from the South. But, uh, and just the morale, just friends, family coming to the house. You know, they kept my morale up and kept me going, trying to stay, you know, keep me positive. Because I, I did get that, I guess, compliment a lot throughout the process. You know, how are you, how are you staying so positive? Family, friends, and my faith is what got me to where I am. And I solely believe that 100%. Do you want to talk about where you're at in your recovery and how far you've come? In recovery, I'm I'm pretty much 100% from what I gather and the way I feel. I only stayed out of work for four months and just a few days from the injuries we talked about a while ago. And that mind-blowing to me, myself. Us as well. Jamie. Well. <laughs> so you do tough work, too. So, I mean, it's yeah. not like... I mean, I'm sitting in an office right now doing talking through a mic. You're out <laughs> working on a heavy equipment. What are you doing now, Jamie, for work? I'm currently working offshore again in the oil field. I've done that since I was 19. I got to imagine that's very physical work. Oh, yeah, it is very physical. It's mental too, but mainly physical. That I mean, I'm just floored by the fact that you were in a situation where you were in the ICU for three weeks, and then four and a half months later, you're back to work. I think a lot of people would use that as a pass. Like now that I've been hurt this bad, I'm going to take my time and yeah. maybe even maybe never do those jobs again. For you, why why did you decide that you wanted to get back to doing what you do? I asked myself that same question for a while. I finally got an answer out of myself. For a while, I told myself I won't never go back and do it. You know, this is what happened. And it was just a catastrophic event. It ain't like it was planned or it, it never happens, you know. I asked myself, why Why you want to go back, Jenny? Why, why do you want to go back? I guess I had to prove something to myself. Of course, it scared the crap out of me. You know, of course, that would scare anybody having those kind of injuries at a, at a job. But I told myself, if you don't go back, you'll be scared forever. And I guess I just pep talked myself up and 
I went back and showed myself I could do it. It was scary, but uh, just as a personal perspective, it was scary to me just because knowing what I just went through and all that, I went back and just showed myself, you know, you can do it. Nothing to be scared of. I guess it was just a mental thing as far as it went for me, but I went back and overcome it. That's huge. You inspire me in that kind of commitment to know that you could go through something as difficult as you did and then to come out of it still doing work that's, I mean, I've never been out on an oil rig, but I got to imagine that that's, you know, a different kind of work. I'm sure also you're probably away from people when you're out there, I assume, right? Yes, sir. I work a 21-21 hitch, work 21 or off 21, but about the only way of communication is cell phone, which is it's tough. But uh, I've done it since high school myself, so I'm kind of used to it. I guess you could say it still ain't it still ain't no fun, but sure. I mean, I think that not just the fact that you can maintain the positive attitude, but recognizing that it's okay to not be in that state of mind a hundred percent of the time, right? That yeah. it's normal to feel down at some points, but it's about that rebound, as you described earlier. Just that while I get down, I'm able to talk myself back to that positive mindset and really looking at the future. Oh yeah. Anybody can be just as positive. They can be just positive and I'm, I'm just normal person, but they could be super positive about everything. They're going to get down. They may not say it or show it very much, but they're going to get down. They, they'll pick themselves back up. They'll get with it. So I haven't gone through this experience. How do you feel like, you know, this work injuries impacted your life or changed your life? Or what did you, what have you learned through this whole experience that, you didn't ask for, but you had to work through. I've learned a lot through it myself. And a lot of people would think, you know, that's bad. You probably couldn't learn nothing through it. I learned a lot of good stuff through it myself. Being down and out like I was, I had plenty of time on my hands. And me, I've never had a incident myself to keep me out of work or had an incident. Period. It made me realize a lot as far as the, your health and how much it does impact your daily routines, just just a routine period, not not nothing to do with work. All it takes is just a little bit to get down health-wise, and it don't take much, you know, get you in a bad state. I heard a, a quote once that said, it's later than you think. And I think about that a lot. Like, we feel like we have all the time in the world. And sometimes, you know, when we look at the bigger picture, we don't realize how limited our time here is. And I think sometimes you have these kinds of moments and you realize it's later than you think. Like you need to enjoy every moment as it comes because you're right. Like sometime you may have trouble getting up from your bed to the bathroom and it could happen sooner than you think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not just the amount of time, but the quality of the time. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's a big thing. Real big thing. I feel the quality for sure, but it made me spend more time not necessarily with family and friends, but just in my case, of course, it was pretty bad. I, I never looked at it that way, though. It was pretty rough, I guess, reaching out and keeping in touch because the jobs I've, I've had in the past 10 years, I've always been go, go, go on the road, you know. And I've lost touch, not necessarily lost touch, but didn't communicate and keep in touch like I should have been, I guess you could say. You realize the importance of it. Yes. And if it's not nothing but a, just a phone call or a, a simple message to somebody, you know, hey, how you been or something, you know, joking around or something. Because you never know who you're sending the message to, how bad of a mood they're in that day or how much they just need to see it. So being somebody that has gone through a catastrophic event like this and has had an outcome better than anybody could have imagined, what 
are a couple things that you would tell somebody else that maybe is in the same position as you or a similar position? What what would you tell them to focus on? Safety for sure. Once my little accident was just a little, it wasn't nothing. I don't think out of the way. It was take care, take care of yourself. Not necessarily. I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just take care of. Know you're doing the right thing. Uh, don't second guess yourself. And just I always think, what if, what if this does happen? You got something in place or a mitigation to keep that from happening, just so nothing bad does happen because it can and it will, no doubt. Do you mean more from from a work safety perspective? What about from a like from a recovery perspective or or any life changing event? Right, yes. it doesn't necessarily have to be a catastrophic injury. It could be anything life changing, a death of somebody, a a divorce, something something that is life changing. And they're down and out. What would you tell them? What would what would be a recommendation? A recommendation would be uh, it's hard to say, but first and foremost, stay positive. Think think about the good things, and not just all the bad. Because of course, the bad is going to be there. Try to see the good in something. If it ain't but one little piece of good, try to find some kind of good in it. Take help if somebody helps. I feel like that's a big one. I I can resonate with that. Is uh, you don't want to ask for help, but then showing the gratitude. Right. Think about, I mean, of course, if they get hurt at work, they're working. They're working for some reason. Think about what's at home. What are you working for? Like for me, that was one of my biggest reasons of why I tried to stay my best positive and get better as quick as I could. I have a, at the, at the time, she was uh, right at five months old. I have a little girl, a daughter. Oh. That was one of my biggest pushes to try to get better because right after I got home from the hospital myself, I couldn't even pick her up and she's not, but five, five and a half months old, you know, it, and that, that got me down. Cause I mean, I couldn't even pick my own little girl up. That, that made me strive more, you know, what's at home. If that don't give you enough drive, which normally it will, I like it. there's a reason everybody's working just like all of us right here. We're all, there's a reason we're all here, you know, For sure. let that, let, let that be the drive, you know, I like that. That's a good nugget to take away. Yeah, yeah I, I think, you know, staying positive, making sure that you you're willing to accept help when it's given, which I think I'm not always great at. <laughs> then remembering why you're doing it, that uh, the reason why you're working and the reason why you're going through stuff. And that really resonates with me. You know, I've got six kids of my own and that's why I'm here. It is why I'm here. So, you know, I, I could be doing something different, but it's those guys, you know, and, and the dreams that they're going to have and the things that they're going to do that I want to make sure that that I'm there for them and that they have those opportunities. So I think those are good reminders. And I think that would be a good advice for really anybody that's going through something hard. Yeah. It worked for me. I, and that was my soul. I mean, that was, I'm just, I'm just being honest with that. That's what drove me. Just of course I'm a positive person. And then my little girl, I wanted to be there for her just, and to do that, I had to get better. And that was the only way I was going to get better to try my best. And don't get me wrong. There were plenty of uh, spots down the road of recovery that, I got results I didn't want or thought they would have been better or, you know, physically. It got me down, but at the end of the day, I still had the same goal. You know, you're fighting for this. You got to get better for that to be able to do this with her or whatever. You know what I mean? Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jamie, I've really enjoyed having you on the podcast today, and I think I've definitely learned some things that I plan to take home with me after this and just think about and let them kind of sit, sink in. 
And I appreciate your candid conversation with us, just talking about what it's been like to go through it and would remind our audience to first and foremost, do right, think differently, and don't forget to care. And I would ask you guys, if you want to follow us in future podcasts, they release every two weeks. And uh, we'd love to have you on our journey as we explore new topics. And thanks again, Jamie, for being with us today. Thank you.